Your hosts are here, Sammy and Michelle. By the end of this podcast, you'll know them well. Adulting, navigating the journey of life. Careers to relationships, pain and strife. Put down the rule book. Rethink the status quo. If there's another direction you want to go. Find purpose, passion and mastery in all that you do. With status post Adulting. Hey, Status Post Adulting family. This is Sammy. And Michelle. And you're listening to the 15th episode of Status Post Adulting, where we're talking about gratitude. But first, let me check in with my co-host, Michelle. How are you doing, Michelle? Thank you for asking, Sammy. I'm doing really well. Feeling a little sore because I did acro yoga for the first time yesterday which was super fun. I went with my friends, Charmaine and Margaret. And in this case, acro yoga was when you have a partner and they flip you around and stuff. So it was nice. I feel like I haven't done something new in a minute. So it was cool to get out of my comfort zone and try something different. How have you been doing? Well, Michelle, to be frank, I've been struggling. This week, we changed our electronic health record, which is never an easy change for any clinic. So literally, there's no data on any of my previous patients. And on top of that, you have to kind of work through all of these little random glitches that are in the computer system, like all my labs are ordered for the future. It's very annoying. And then on top of that, on Friday, all of a sudden, our power went out in the clinic. And I know you're probably thinking, don't you guys have a generator? I also thought this. I guess the generator was only working for the fridges. And so I'm walking around the clinic. It's completely dark. All the patient rooms are dark. And I'm like, hmm, we're probably going to close down the clinic. But no. There's two rooms that have daylight coming in, so we're like, you know what, we're just gonna keep on trucking and see patients. But yeah, migraines for everyone at my clinic this week, it's been a bit of a struggle, but we made it. Yes, Amy, that sounds pretty crazy. It is crazy, but you know what? I'm grateful to get to work with the wonderful people that I work with because they make it easier to deal with the madness. Which brings us to our topic for today, gratitude. Yes, Sammy. And I'm really excited to talk about gratitude today because it's a topic that conceptually, I think most people are familiar with. We're taught to say please and thank you culturally at a pretty young age. But at the same time, I think it's something that both you and I have really found powerful and underrated. That's so true, Michelle. We hear about gratitude all the time and we know that we should be grateful for everything. Sometimes it can feel like an empty platitude. But I will say in my life, when I've put gratitude into practice, it makes an immense difference. Agreed, Sammy. And when I think back to growing up, it's hard to pinpoint like a specific point where I learned about saying thank you or where I had a mind shift. I think for me, one of the things I remember, oddly enough, is it was either a book or catechism or something along those lines where someone was like, oh, when you pray, you shouldn't ask for things, you should be thankful for things. That's when I started the practice of saying thank you more often because I initially just thought, oh, it would be wrong to ask for a bunch of things and not be grateful. And what I found doing that was actually how much joy it brought me and how much it really fostered a sense of appreciation of the things in my life that was good. And I've seen different things throughout my life, podcasts, books, etc. that have really reinforced this idea. Definitely, Michelle. 
I remember for me, a big one was after I had graduated college, I moved back home and I had definitely some stress going on. I had finished college. I knew I wanted to go to PA school. I wasn't sure if I was going to get into PA school. I knew I was taking a year off from school. A lot of uncertainty. Luckily, I had been introduced to Buddhism by that point, so I knew that all this inward turning was not really healthy or beneficial. And randomly, I stumbled upon this book that was gifted to my mom called 365 Thank Yous, The Year A Simple Act of Daily Gratitude Changed My Life by John Kralik. And in this book, this guy wrote a thank you note every single day for a year. And I found it really interesting. I mean, I think what was really interesting about the book is he had all these immense changes from writing these thank you notes. And so I decided to give it a try in my life. And I remember the first time I did it, I was training with someone at a new job. And the next day I wrote like a really thoughtful thank you note because I was genuinely grateful for her taking the time to show me stuff. And I didn't think much about it. I just like delivered it to her desk. She wasn't there. And then later she like walked across the entire hospital campus to come over to me and thank me. And I could just see in her eyes, she was just so grateful for the note. And then literally every single time I saw her after that, she would light up. She was always happy to see me. And I didn't think that the thank you note would have such a positive effect on me too. It was the first time I was really introduced to this idea that writing thank you notes and being grateful to people would also just have such a positive effect back onto you. It really kicked off the year on this note that I could turn outward and have this spaciousness and gratitude for everything going around me instead of turning inward and being like, what's going to happen to me? Am I going to get into school? All the insecurities that were going through my mind, I didn't have to focus on that. And I knew that wasn't beneficial. It opened up this space to open my heart out to other people. And I will say it was one of the most enjoyable years of my life. One thing I really like about that example, Sammy, is it was expressing gratitude to somebody in the workplace. I know a lot of times when it comes to our work, we assume no matter who it is that we're interacting with, that they already know and appreciate or I've heard this many times like, oh, they know I'm thankful or that's their job. That's what they're supposed to do. And I think we really underestimate how far a thank you can go. For me, when I got my last job, I felt very, very grateful after the interview process because I received a lot of like help and support from the people that were hiring me. And I wanted to express it in more than an email. So I ended up writing thank you notes to everyone who interviewed me. And honestly, I felt a little embarrassed about it. I did feel really intensely, like I felt very authentic about what I wrote. But I, you know, sort of quickly gave them the letters and moved on. After the fact, both my manager and like my SVP ended up letting me know that they not only really appreciated the letters that I sent them, but also that both of them said that they turned to their spouses and they said, this is the reason I do my job. I knew I felt appreciative. I knew I wanted to sort of take that extra step. But to hear that feedback back, I I really appreciated in that moment how something like that, whether or not it's acknowledged, can actually mean something to somebody that you don't even know. Definitely, Michelle. I think gratitude in the workplace goes such a long way. I always joke around with my coworkers and I'm like, honestly, if someone is really appreciative or compliments me, I'm just like way more likely to do whatever giant extra task they're asking me to do. It's almost comical, but without a doubt, it's always true. When I feel like people appreciate me, I'm so willing to go the extra mile. And when I feel unappreciated, I just really don't want to do anything else for that person. 
It's so true, Sammy. We're so interdependent on our coworkers, and sometimes we do take that for granted, but I can always tell both with other people and with myself how much a small thank you or a little bit of recognition, how far that really goes. Yeah, Michelle. And when I was thinking about this topic for the podcast, I was thinking about all the different ways that we can respond to the things that we're given to in this life. There's gratitude, of course, but then there's things that maybe are kind of the opposite, like resentment or entitlement, and then there's also guilt. With resentment and entitlement, I think we can all see how those are negative. With resentment, we're given things, but we want more. With entitlement, we're given things, but we feel that we deserve those things. But I think guilt is one that a lot of people do get tripped up on. I know a lot of times when I think about all the things I have, I can sometimes feel guilty. And one thing I've come to realize is that guilt is an emotion of the ego. And I first heard about that on Oprah's podcast when she had one of her guests on, Ianla Banzant. When we're feeling guilty, we're turned inward. We're thinking about ourselves. The truth is guilt doesn't serve anybody. It doesn't make the people that you think you have more than feel any better. It doesn't improve their lives at all. Whereas gratitude is very different. Gratitude is appreciating what you've been given and celebrating it. And I do find that like when I've seen people, you know, when I was younger and looking for role models, I've always wanted to copy those people who expressed gratitude for what they were doing in their lives. Definitely, Sammy. I think the biggest difference between gratitude and the other three is that gratitude perpetuates joy and happiness and doing good for other people. That's so true, Michelle. Gratitude is so spacious. As soon as you start feeling grateful, you feel so much more open. That's what I love about gratitude. And other people love to see people being grateful. A good example is from the book The Untethered Soul by Michael A. Singer. In the book, he has a section where he talks about being grateful, and he talks about the universe or the creator. If they were looking down at the people that they've created and seeing how they're responding to this world that was given to them. And he talks about the universe or the creator asking people how they're doing and one person being like, I'm obviously terrible. The weather is cold. I'm always in a mood. I hate my job. Just pretty much complaining. And then the universe asking another person and the other person being like, oh my gosh, of course, I'm happy. This is amazing. I have this life, I'm conscious, I get to experience nature and these beautiful sunny days and get to build beautiful relationships with people. He talks about how if you were the universe or the creator, who would you want to give more things to? The person who is grateful or the person who is ungrateful? And I thought that was a great example. I can see that too, Sammy, on a personal level. For example, when we were giving away our furniture, One of the women that we gave stuff away to, she was so grateful. She was sending us pictures and it made us want to give her more of our things. We were just tacking on a bunch of stuff that she said she would find useful. And part of that was because we knew that our things would be finding a good home. And that carries through with things, with kind words, with recognition, and also with things like money. True, Michelle. I remember the author Ken Honda. He wrote books like Happy Money and numerous others. He was talking about how he was at a grocery store and they were handing out coupons in the front of the grocery store. And he got a coupon and he was like, wow, this is amazing. I can't believe there's a coupon. He's so excited about the coupon that somebody who was standing near him was like, hey, like you can have my coupon too. (laughs) It's actually so true. Like when you see someone be grateful, when you are grateful, like people want to give you things. People want to see you smile more, see you be even more joyful. 
And I really like Ken Honda's approach. He approaches money like that with everything. He says that when you're purchasing something and you hand over your cash or your credit card, say arigato, which is thank you in Japanese. When you get your paycheck and see it go into your bank account, say arigato. When you give someone a tip, say arigato. Just always be grateful for that transfer of money in and out because that's the energy that allows you to do so many things with your life. And when the universe, when life sees you being grateful for all these things, it just wants to shower you with even more. Ken Honda is a great example of somebody who really preaches and practices this idea of gratitude as an energy, really. And I think it's so true. I think one thing that is almost hard to describe, but I definitely see is that the more grateful I am, the more positive energy comes my way. And it is difficult to quantify or even explain, but to some extent, it makes sense. If you surround yourself with positivity and gratitude, of course, you're going to attract that energy as well. Something I've seen too is it's not just external. I've tried to practice at least small gratitude exercises every day. So when I brush my teeth in the morning, I think of a couple things that I'm grateful for. Or if I'm in a bad mood, I try to force myself to sit down for a second and list three things that I'm grateful for. And it's amazing at how it can really just turn your mood around. Because all of a sudden, you're looking around yourself. In my case, I'm so grateful to have my family. I'm so grateful to have a place to live. Whatever it is, there's always different things that you can look to and appreciate in your life. It gets so easy to sometimes get sucked into a bad mood or attitude or whatever it is and something you can do to flip that internal switch is a quick gratitude exercise yeah michelle those gratitude exercises can be super helpful and when i'm doing the gratitude exercises i oftentimes see that things can be broken down into two categories there's external things like you i'm grateful for my parents i'm grateful for my job but then there's internal things as well like i'm grateful for being a morning person i'm grateful for being the type of person who likes to read books all the time and those internal things are interesting for me it makes me appreciate that these characteristics of ours Obviously, we try to hone them, we work on them, but to some degree, we've been given this human vessel and it has all these characteristics that are very unique to us. Acknowledging these intrinsic characteristics about ourselves can really actually help you hone in on what makes you uniquely as a person so beneficial to this world. And I think it's easy for other people to think about their positive characteristics and think, oh, you know, I need to play that down. I don't want to brag on that because that sounds arrogant. But I do think that from the perspective of gratitude, you can have appreciation for the gifts that you've been given that helps you reach your true authentic self to fulfill the purpose that is so unique to you while you're on this planet. So true, Sammy. We can sometimes feel like we have to be humble or maybe it's bad or negative to think, oh, I'm smart or funny or whatever it is that we can see as strengths within ourselves. If we can acknowledge those things, we can also grow and invest in those areas so that we can become better people. Gratitude is the objective lens that lets us get in line with our nature. Yeah, Michelle, that really takes it to another level. Gratitude can help us be our most authentic and most purpose-driven self. And with that said, we obviously want to incorporate more gratitude into our lives. So Michelle and I have thought of some different exercises that you can try and that we can also try to help remember to be grateful every single day. 
Yeah, Sammy, I think that we can talk all day about the benefits of gratitude, but I really think it's something that if you do something even small for the next 30 days, 60 days, I would be curious to know if you are able to see a difference in your life. And so there are a couple things that people can do, a couple common ones. One might be taking five minutes a day, writing down everything that you're grateful for. And Michelle, the next one you kind of alluded to before, while you're brushing your teeth, remembering three things that you're grateful for. And I like this one because I love brushing my teeth. (laughs) I know you're grateful for your teeth, Sammy. For me, now that I have an electric toothbrush and I have to wait two minutes, it's like the perfect space of time for me to start my day right with a couple minutes counting my blessings. And I like to spend far more time than just three minutes. (laughs) And another thing that we would recommend is take some time this month and see if there's a moment where you feel maybe particularly grateful or inspired and be a little extra with your thank you. Like I mentioned, one time I felt this way and I decided to write my thank you letters out you are going to a grocery store or are interacting with someone at like a restaurant or something, if you really appreciate what they're doing, take a couple extra sentences and let them know. I've noticed that it can really make a big difference to people. Something else I've found doing during the downtime I've had during this pandemic when I've had a lot of time to think and reflect on my past relationships with people is taking some time and writing a thank you letter to somebody that maybe I don't have the intention of sending, but it's definitely a cathartic experience to be able to put into words my gratitude for somebody that maybe it's not in my life anymore, but has had a major impact. Yeah, like Michelle said, try some of these exercises. And we would be super grateful if you emailed us or DM'd us on Instagram with how it went for you. Yeah, Sammy's right. We love hearing back. We've heard a lot of positive things about people after our boundaries episode. So if you do put any of these things into practice and have a positive or who knows, negative result, let us know. We'd definitely love to hear it. And we'd definitely love to shout you out on our next podcast. Yes. And with that, Michelle and I want to thank all of you guys for listening to our podcast. This week, we went over a 1,000 downloads, and I think it's so amazing to see that our podcast is reaching that many people. And we also receive a lot of feedback back about how people have been enjoying the podcast, and it really touches us. I mean, that's the whole reason we do the podcast. So it's really great to receive feedback that people are listening to it and enjoying it. I, of course, completely agree, Sammy. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for leaving us a review. And thank you so much for sharing with your friends. All of that means so much to us, and we're so, 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 so grateful to all of you out there. And be sure to join us next time as we put down the rule book and rethink the status quo. Bye!